0: Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Whips that one away, and how appropriate that Ross Taylor and Kane Williamson are there for this moment, for this team. It's a story that's akin to David versus Goliath, but Kane Williamson and his team now... World test champions and living proof that sometimes, just sometimes, nice guys do finish first.
1: Oh, here we go. There's a happy crowd, and I think the umpires have mentioned the light, and it's a bit dark for the quicks. So I think we're going to go to Ross Taylor, who's going to provide some off spin. If yeah, there's a fitting finale, this could well be it. Here he goes. Oh, it's on the money too. It's falling straight. Oh, yeah, that's good, flat. So I'm get a little turn as Taylor. coming around there is Taylor. Oh, it's gone straight up. Here it is. Who's under it? It's Timmy
0: Latham. What a way to finish, Taylor. And finish. Well, unbelievably, that was the final act in a brilliant 112 test career of uh, Ross Taylor. Joined Sir Richard Hadley actually in taking a wicket with his final ball in test cricket. Uh, Ross Taylor's 15 year test career ended with three wickets, but more importantly, 7,683 runs, the most by any New Zealander with 19 centuries, at an average of 44.66. And uh, Roscoe joins us now. I guess from home in Hamilton, is that right? Good morning to you.
1: Morning, Smithy. No, and in, uh, in regular suns out, so I uh, can't complain.
0: Oh, sorry, other home. I got the home wrong. That's all. Um, <laughs> but, hey, first of all, first, first of all, uh, who are your other two suckers that you got out in Test cricket? Um,
1: Habisian thing on 120 and three cents. Oh. So yeah i yeah can't really say much more than that it uh, we'll was, get, uh, we'll, wasn't pretty
0: we'll we'll get on to the batting side of things but honestly you, you were able to finish on on your own terms you finished with a win after what happened uh in the mounts so friends' family there it was it was probably the uh, the, the, the end you were hoping for and, and got
1: yeah i mean uh, um it's been a a long time coming it's something that I'd thought about for for a while. Um, I mean in my, in my own mind I sort of wanted to just finish I guess on my own terms, but at the same time I didn't really want to make a fuss of it. But as it um came about it needed to be I needed to give family and friends a heads up that it was happening. Um and yeah, it was a it was a disappointing first test but the, the way the team bounced back and um uh, and played in that last game. Uh, it was great to have family and friends and, and the teammates there to um finish my test career.
0: Well, it's been long enough now that you've been able to just uh, sit down, Ross, and reflect uh, in your own time. Uh, What's it been like um, now that, you know, having dedicated so much of your life recently to that form of the game, uh, what's it like now to know that uh, that will be no more?
1: Um, Yeah, to be fair, I don't think it's sunk in as as much as it it would. Um, I'm sure once the season's over and, you know, I don't, I'm not playing for New Zealand, uh, still got a few one days hopefully to go. Uh, it might sink in a bit more, but um you know watching the the test match in Australia, there's was little bits of that that you sort of think, oh you know I don't need to have the being not out overnight and and all the nerves and things that come with playing test cricket uh, but I'm sure it will hit me uh a bit later on uh
0: I'll come back to that test match at Hobart because it's quite a poignant one, and uh, there are a lot of similarities there but. Uh, there is there is rumour around that that you, you've got a, a nice seller, um, and you, you do like KFC etc. I mean that's pretty well been publicised. So how did, how did you celebrate? I mean did, did they did they drop some KFC into the dressing room at any stage? What, what happened?
1: Um, I don't know if the timing was could have been any better. Um, we got into the change room. It was. Uh, family and friends from all the partners, uh, all the players and partners came in the change room, and then within about two or three minutes, um, yeah, quite a few buckets turned up. Um, nothing, none of my doing, but um, Brian Stronger was our manager for the for the game, and uh, I don't know if he had them on speed dial. Um, yeah, and some nice wine, but it was just a it was great for for my kids who have obviously had a seen dad on TV a lot, but to interact and. Um you know those are some of the memories I'm sure I'll, I'll never forget.
0: It's your greatest innings, Ross? Uh, I mean there's a lot I've seen a lot the world's seen a lot. Some would say 290 at the Wacker um against Australia pretty damn hard to achieve. No uh, other batsman in the world has scored that many uh, over there outside of Australia. Um but is that the case? What what do you regard as your greatest innings for New Zealand? Oh, Um
1: Probably I'd probably say three three innings stick to mind I think um, I think it would have been my second test hundred uh at Manchester. I think that was um, hundred and fifty on a on a wicket that was doing quite a bit um with the juke ball um, it sort of gave me belief that I was good enough to to play test cricket and and travel overseas to to do it um, the hundred and and the seventy odd in Sri Lanka, um, to win to win our first game, uh, you know, in over twenty years in in, in Sri Lanka, and, and I suppose what was happening on behind the scenes, and then yeah, two ninety, um, once again, the adversity leading into the series and and from the first test, um, you know, I uh, groin region operation, um, yeah, two ninety in Australia um, would definitely have to be up there.
0: Okay, look, 2007 you began, I, I forgot that, 2007 back in South Africa, Stain and Tini, Uh it gets, doesn't get much, tar- getting much easier, uh, I should say, um, it, it, you could have started somewhere else, but over there, uh, against that attack and their conditions, uh, what are your memories of starting out?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't think it gets tougher than that at that time. Um the conditions were, you know, something that was a little bit foreign to me. Uh, I can remember getting hit on my shoulder first ball from Makai Um and, you know, getting a few verbals from behind the wicket, but I was actually just happy that I didn't get a golden duck. Um, you know, the angle, I think it took me a good 15, 18 balls to get off the mark too. So it was a nerve-wracking experience and it was probably out of me and Peter Fulton to play that test match. Um I'd, I'd scored some runs leading into it in a, a South Africa A game, which probably gave me the nod. Um, but no, I think it was it was a great series for me. Not necessarily because I scored any runs, because I didn't, but it, it sort of told me where I was as a cricketer and, and what I needed to do to um, improve in, in different areas. And, um, you know, A lot of people do do well in their first few games. I didn't, um, but I think that put me in good stead to, to know what I needed to do and learn and, and try and improve um, going forward.
0: I looked at that test match at Hobart um, and back in the day when it was uh, not Blunston Arena, it was Bell Reeve, of course, and uh, you, you took a team there and turned up to a very similar-looking pitch, to be, if you're, to be honest. Uh, you triumphed at the end of that test match. Um, things went very well. You were captain. Uh, I vividly remember the scenes in the dressing room. I was lucky to be invited in and, and the joy of actually being able to win, uh, to win in that particular environment. Surely must go down as one of uh, your great memories um, uh, uh, in terms of a team performance.
1: Oh, very much so. I think um, as we've seen, it's a it's a tough place to go and play. Um, probably the team that we had. Um, I wouldn't say we were confident. We every time you go over there, you want to do well, and um, we got we got it handed to us in the first test of the Gabba. Um, and no one really gave us a chance. I I can remember losing the toss on. I, re, I reckon it was greener um, than that wicket. <laughs> um, and I apologise for the boys in the change room, but um, it was a. Uh, we had a bit of we had Trent Woodhall, uh, Damien Wright, who had Australian experience. Um, we got a few of the Tasmanian lads who were over there at the time. Um, Tim Payne, and they gave us they said a few. Don't be afraid to. It's definitely a bowl first, but don't be afraid that if you do, um, if you do bat first, as long as you set Australia two fifty odd on that second innings, is going to be tough. So I think we set them two forty. Um, and Doug Bracewell had a day out, and one hundred percent one of the the greatest memories I've had. Um, you know, you don't get just to, to beat Australia very often in a Test match, but let alone in their own backyard.
0: Aside from the technical side of things, it's been well publicised that uh, the late Martin Crowhogan had uh, plenty to, to, to do with uh, your development. W- what was one of the, I think, the key things that, that he taught you about batting in test cricket?
1: Um, yeah, I think there were a lot of things, but I suppose from a technical point of view, um, you know, how to start innings, um, trying to get forward and just trying to eliminate ways of getting out, I think, you know, if you can eliminate the ways of getting out, the LBW are bold, well then you're giving away, you're getting over half the dismissals away and, and you're working cricket into your favour. But um, I think my relationship with Hogan was, you know, crickets, you know, you fail more than you succeed. Um, but I think it was more the text messages, the the conversations when you're away on tour and when things don't, are not going well. Um, you know, banning coach, it's got 15 other players. It was nice to have someone from outside the environment to to bounce ideas off. Um, and you know, Hogan was a was a commentator like you at the time, so you know he was watching the game, um, and would you know respect his opinion on on how you were tracking. And you know it wasn't always um, positive. Uh, he was always hard on you, but um, you know I think uh, I, I did I certainly had. Um, Got a lot of it because, as I said, this game of cricket is tough and was able to, to give it a lot of experiences that he had during his playing days and, and passed that on to me.
0: The World Test Championship win in Southampton didn't seem that long ago, actually, but uh, there's been plenty happened since then. Um, team highlight, from your point of view, one of them? Oh, I think it would
1: definitely. I think um, after the, the loss and the nature of that uh, one-day World Cup final, um in England uh at Lords never really thought I'd get another opportunity to play in the world Cup final um, let alone back in england um and to and to win um you know I think with all the weather around the rain um obviously that extra day um uh, reserve day that they put on um you know everything sort of went our way, but uh, even on that last day it was still touch and go whether we had an opportunity to win that game but um, to say you're world champions in the inaugural um, Test Championship. Um, the, you know, it was great from a, fa- uh, a team point of view, but I think the reception that we got back home and, and travelling around with the Mace, I think that's probably when it's sunk in even more uh, what that meant to uh, the New Zealand public.
0: Ross, you've said goodbye to Test cricket, but you haven't said goodbye to international cricket as yet. That's um, coming up. So some hopefully some uh, one-day cricket in Australia, a little bit at home. Um, so, what, what kind of uh, now that you're sort of semi-retired in that respect, the test side of things, do you think you, um, you look at these games in a different light, knowing that uh, you know it's the final, the final time?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've always enjoyed um, playing in Australia. Um, you know, grew up watching with the similar time zones. I guess um, we'll find out in the next couple of days, hopefully, uh, whether the tour is going ahead. Um, but no, I think for me it was. Um, Hamilton's my home now, and um, you know I think we've played seven ODIs as a team since 2019 World Cup final, so we don't play as many as we used to, um, and in, in a format that's probably be my best. And um, you know, it's nice to be able to finish at home and we in bed and um, be able to play in Hamilton. Um, hopefully, a couple more times before um, my New Zealand career finishes.
0: What about um, life after cricket for New Zealand? Uh, I understand you're going to play a few games for the Stags, but uh, what what about any other opportunities? Are you still pursuing some sort of career in the game outside of international?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I still love playing cricket. Um, you know, international cricket sort of you probably ha- have to have a different mindset and um, and a different discipline um, to play consistently. You can't pick and choose. Um, you know, when you're playing. Uh, so, you know, I, I still love playing the game of cricket. I uh, still love playing for Central Districts, but, um, you know, it's probably, you know, hopefully if I can play for another another year at least, um, you know, it'd be good to, to give back to the game for Central Districts, but also go and play around the world. And, um, you know, COVID's sort of hampered a lot of people um, in different ways. And, and my career definitely sort of stifled a little bit by, by COVID and not being able to play as much cricket as I would have liked, so... Um, you know, things like county cricket and, and some of these tours are, and tournaments around the world hopefully can can go and play in a couple of countries I've I've never been able to play um, in, so uh, we'll just have to wait and
0: see. Have you been surprised at, at the reaction just finally, Ross? I mean, you know, you, I know you wanted to, you've always been a relatively reserved sort of guy and, and you just go about your business, etc, but I mean, to, to me, I mean, the, it's been article after article, interview after interview, this is probably a, um, one that you didn't want to do but here, here's the thing, I mean, has, has the reaction to you um, finishing the game caught you by surprise from the New Zealand public?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, as I said, I love playing for my country and um, I just try and do my job to the best of my ability. So, um I guess the reaction in, in the Mount and in Christchurch um, was nice. Uh, you know, it was I didn't really know what to expect but um you know a lot of people i guess some of the nicest things that have happened have, have come on um by you know different messages on um you know whatsapp or that from from players and and staff around the world i think um you know you, you play this game of cricket and but i suppose you touch a lot more people than you than you think um and some of the messages as i said before i've got to have been been unbelievable um, you know, to see, to have, you know, to see what people have had to say about you um, in a positive light, and how you've inspired different people. I suppose you don't really get when you when you're playing and um, in the heat of the battle.
0: Uh, Ross, it's been great talking to you this morning. It's uh, been great watching you over the last uh, decade plus, uh, nearly fourteen years. So, uh, congratulations uh, from our point of view here at uh, SENZ on what's been a phenomenal. Uh, test career, look forward to you uh, in that black uniform a few more times just yet and of course for the Central Stags uh, enjoy Raglan and uh, hopefully that tour of Australia will go ahead so we'll get to see you again shortly, thanks for your time this morning mate Thanks Mike. Happy New Year yeah, Happy New Year to you too, uh, Ross Taylor folks um, I'm not sure I, uh, really uh, if I've seen a, a bigger farewell uh, on a sports stage um, and it's not over yet, I mean it just goes to show how appreciated He has been as a New Zealand cricketer, and the fact that it all comes to fruition when he's over as such, when it's done, it's been quite revealing, really.